right. I saw a tweet and it was about the the Bible Bible Town and th- the movies in the Bible Town. They listed Hellboy as Heckboy. Uh, yes, I saw that. It made me really happy. Yes, yeah, it's very good. Uh, speaking of Heckboy, superhero time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess that's kind of tangential. Anyway, we'll, we'll roll with it. So we today, or rather this month for our bonus content, are playing Masks. Oh yeah. If you've never played Masks, it's extremely fun. It's a game of teen superheroes. So all of our protagonists are going to be young adult superheroes struggling both with coming of age and the power and potential inside them. It's going to be really dope. I love this system more than I love most things. So it's going to be a really fun time. We're going to go around real quick and do character talk. Then there's a couple of team building questions we'll power through real quick, and then we'll be into the story. So nice, nice, nice. Um, who wants to start? I mean, I could go first. Yeah, do it. All right, cool. So I'll break down all the parts. I'm, I'm going to just go through the character sheet. I'll break down my look here. Perfect. So you've got woman. <laughs> you know, I have all the genders. Okay. Since I've always had Canon Mariah this way, um, it's it actually has a breakdown section for uh, ethnicity. I'm going. She's she's an indigenous woman. Um, she has untrusting eyes love it i am gonna put her in casual clothing and also no costume she does not do a costume because she is being a delinquent why would she want to draw attention to herself in that specific costume way love it 100 percent. totally get it my powers are messy deceiving or frustrating so we've got teleportation and illusions mm, very fun doing some like fun magics and it's it's just yeah just to go you know keep you out of trouble yeah, that's awesome. And then remind me how the labels work again. Yeah, so basically you don't start with any conditions marked. What you start with is you have your uh, labels, which are basically your stats. Mm-hmm. And you, I think each playbook has a starting number for each of the stats. They change, though, as time goes on. Um, so whereas in other games, you might improve a stat as part of a level up. Mm-hmm. In masks, your stats are constantly shifting based on how you see yourself in relation to the world around mm-hmm. you. So it represents sort of like being a teen and not really knowing who you are and trying to figure it out. Um, your stats are all constantly in flux. So if you do something particularly brave, you might see yourself as more of a savior. Or if you do something that kind of puts a lot of other people against you, you might see yourself as more of a freak. So like your stats will move up and mm-hmm. down as the game goes on. But the starts, the stats that you have highlighted right now are the ones you start with. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to choose my delinquent moves right quick. Cool. So first of all, we've got, and this is a move I actually have a very similar one to when we play Ahura Borealis, which is the move, I don't care what you think, whenever you reject others' influence, add plus two to your role. Yes. Um, which I have a, if you don't remember, I have a very similar move in my mm-hmm. playbook. Uh, it's very good. And um, then... Troublemaker, when you help a teammate through destructive criminal or rule-breaking action, you give them a plus two instead of a plus one. Mm-hmm. And then are you watching closely? When you mislead, distract, or trick someone, roll plus superior. On a hit, they are fooled at least for a moment. On 10 plus, choose three. On seven to nine, choose two of these things. You can get an opportunity, expose a weakness, confuse them, etc. So those are my moves. I think those are the exact same three moves I picked when I made a delinquent. It's such a good book. They're good moves. Yeah, they're really solid. Okay, awesome. So that's our Mariah. Does she have a superhero name or is she just kind of doing things as Mariah? No, she's just like doing her thing. Cool. Love it. She doesn't, why would she be commercialized about it? You're so right. That's so unlike her. I don't know why I even assumed. Corporate bullshit. No thanks. Yeah, that's right. Not for this gal. Mm-hmm. Okay, so who's next? I'll go next. Do it. Uh, okay, so Siobhan O'Shaughnessy in this world is The Soldier, which is not one of the uh, core playbooks, but it's like an add-on, right? An extension? Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, it's an expansion playbook. An expansion, thank you. So uh, I will go ahead and go through her look. Uh, she is a uh, woman, clearly. Um, I, with a name like uh, Siobhan O'Shaughnessy, I always pictured her as like Irish heritage, so for me mm-hmm. white but that mm-hmm. doesn't mean for anybody else there is um the third bullet is body type and i have my my canon my head canon of what she looks like but i'm really interested in this last uh this fifth listing here which is what she has in this world surprising body there is average body bulky body lean body trained body and surprising body i don't know surprising body i don't know what that means but she has it this Siobhan <laughs> has a surprising body. Every time you see her, she's just not quite what you expected. Uh-huh. So, oh, oh, you. Surprising. Oh, that's, huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Hmm, strange. Uh-huh. 
and uh, she has, I think, normally some pretty pretty simple clothing, um, but her costume is the kind of regular ages like uniform but kind of souped up a little bit uh-huh. so what i'm picturing is like some like kevlar type armor it's not like shiny metal armor but like the sure. bulletproof vests and like some arm pads and gear and stuff like that but probably like a slightly different color maybe than the aegis go-to mm-hmm. and i was thinking like a, a nice kind of bright green color yes perfect good uh, her abilities, she has super strength and durability, as well as energy blasts. And uh, her soldier moves, she automatically gets, before we get started, uh, when I have time to closely observe my opposition before a fight, I roll plus savior. 10 is hold 3, 7 to 9 hold 2, miss hold 1, and mark a condition. During the fight, I can spend my hold to name a character I observed, and uh, one of, again, five options. Okay, cool. So I should I go through those or just we'll get to them? Uh, we'll get to them when we get there, yeah. Okay. And then I know I said earlier I was going to choose one, but I'm feeling like I'm going to choose a different one. Uh, I am going to choose, I can do this all day. Nice. When something causes you to remove yourself from a fight, you can shift Savior down and another label up instead. If shifting Savior down would move it below minus two, you have to leave the fight instead of shifting labels. Okay. But instead of like being knocked out, I can like keep getting back up and fighting. Cool, I love it. Yeah. All right, awesome. Uh, does does she have a superhero name? Uh, yeah, she is the Ranger. That's pretty good. Mm. I do like it. Mm, it's really good. It's kind of kind of on the nose, but whatever. But you know what? That's why we're here, right? Mm-hmm. So cool. All right, Tim, you ready? I guess so. <laughs> oh no! So I'm playing from the Doomed playbook. Uh, so the main thing that I want to like touch on for like looks is that um, she wears a black hoodie with a silhouette, like a purple silhouette of a person having their mind drained. I'll get into that a little bit. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of dark. Black jeans and black boots. Kind of dark. Kind of dark. It's just, you know, kind of dark, you know? Well, it's just kind of (laughs) dark. Her abilities, she uh, has telekinesis. She has memory manipulation and... um, vitality absorption for that she needs to absorb the vitality of others like to feed her doomed side oh oh and if she doesn't then it will begin to feed on her yikes so yeah her her moral reasoning for how to do this is she only takes from villains and she only does it in small amounts from each of them okay yeah so Moving on from that, uh, this has a thing about, like, a nemesis, but I don't think that will really come to play in our one-shot. Probably not, no. So the Doom mechanic is really cool. Basically, you have, like, five spots, and if you mark all of them, then you die. So, (laughs) so. Yep. (laughs) But one of the ways that I would mark those is by overexerting myself or injuring innocence. And then mm-hmm. I also have Doom Signs, which are, is a list of moves that I can use uh, and also mark a Doom Point. They're kind of like overpowered, but the the reasoning behind them is that you're like getting closer and closer to death. Right, right, right. Cool. Yeah. Um, are are those ones that you have to pick in advance, or you just get to select any from the list when no, you mark? No, so a those point? I have all of them, but I think you only get to use them once. Okay. Uh, and you mark the the Doom tag. Gotcha. And I don't think a sanctuary will really come up into play, but... Uh, yeah. yeah, probably not, but, you know, if we get to it, we'll get to it. Cool. Cool. Anything else? That's it for Martha. We'll figure out her hero name because it's a secret and I totally know it. Oh, I see. So it's just a secret thing that yeah. we're not allowed to know that you will absolutely, um, unabashedly announce at the most critical I moment in the game. Absolutely, yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. So when it comes yes. up, it's going to be so evident that you've known it this entire time. Yes, absolutely. And it's going to be the coolest name any superhero has ever had. I'm really excited to hear it. So great. I, I am guess. too. I guess that's where we're at. Now, <laughs> each of you in your playbook has a question about basically the inciting event that brought your team together. So yeah. uh, the answering of those questions sort of helps us collaboratively build the history and backstory of your team, which will be very, very fun. There's kind of a recommended order that we do these things in just to, like, build up the book 
in the most interesting way. Um, since the soldier is an expansion book, it's not listed in direct order, but I think it might be the right. best one to start with. So oh, okay. why don't we go ahead and do yours and then we'll do the delinquent and then the doomed. Cool. Mm -hmm. So my question is, when our team first came together, our victory secured an important resource for Aegis. What was it? Should I answer this, or is this a team effort? I think you get to answer it, and others can chime in if they don't like it, or if they want to add something sure. to it, but this basically, this is in your court. Okay, um, then I'm going to say that the resource was information. Okay. Uh, we first came together and brought down, like, a high-ranking official in the supervillain, like, hierarchy, um, and with them in Aegis Control or Aegis Headquarters, we were able to get more information on, like, supervillain plans and all of that stuff. Awesome. I like that. Yeah. I thought it was more Neat. interesting than, like, guns. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so delinquent. All right. Questions. Let me see. Let me pull my guy up. It's okay. I have it here if you don't know it. Yes, please. Uh, your question is just, we totally broke some major rules to win the fight. What rules did we break, and whose rules were they? So when your team first got together, <laughs> your first, like outing as a superhero team or the instance that forced you to become one, like, what rules did you break? Ooh, ooh, neat. Maybe, I don't know, what are some ageist rules I could break? We did a whole lot of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she just got super baked before, no, I'm kidding. Um, oh, no. <laughs> we all got stoned together and then fought a supervillain. It was pretty great. None of us remember a thing. So, okay, so Aegis rules that you could break. Those would probably be mostly about, like, the way in which you did things or, like, not waiting for backup. Oh, yeah. Yeah, procedural stuff, mostly, I would think. Okay, well then, fuck the procedures. <laughs> That's my answer. That's your whole answer? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I said what I said. I heard it. In all seriousness, yeah, definitely, like, was just kind of like, I don't have any, like, why would I care about... Like, if there's a problem we're going to solve and there's, like, a thing we want to do, I'm not going to wait for someone to give me permission to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Okay, cool. And so the last question is for the dude. Yeah. So my question is, um, we paid a high cost for victory. What was it? I do not know. Okay. So this could either be a high cost in terms of the mission itself, like, either... Uh, someone got away or something was destroyed or it could be like a high cost relative to you guys as teenagers. Like maybe one of you um, had to give up your secret identity because it was revealed in the course of the fight and now you can't go back to that life. Or maybe one of you um, sacrificed the chance to go do some other important thing. Like this, this is all kind of relative, right? So it could right. be as, yeah. as dark or as lighthearted as you want it to be. The Doomed uh -huh. is kind of inherently a darker playbook, but it doesn't have to be that way tonally. I don't know. We'll we'll say that the big bad got away. Okay, so what if part of the decision that you had to make in order to bring in this villain was to let another one go? That's true. Okay. And it's the, the one that you are going to put in this episode. Oh, is it? Interesting. Yeah. Okay, uh, so that's... Basically, character creation for you guys. Uh, any questions or anything else you want to establish about just sort of the mechanics of your team? I guess I'm a little bit interested. Siobhan is a soldier. The ranger works for Aegis, and so that is like your primary sort of existence, right? I'm assuming yes. that that is mostly the course of your life. Do you also still have like a teen life? Do you still go to high school? Do you still... I feel like there's like a an Aegis school for teens. Probably. So I feel like I do my schooling there. Okay. Like kind of a military school, but it's all Aegis. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, the other two of you, do you have regular human lives or is being a superpowered delinquent slash hero mostly 100% of what you do? I think it's pretty much 100% what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. There's no way to like walk around in a school. It's it's pointless to do that when I have a limited time anyway. Yeah, okay. That makes sense to me. Does Mariah go to school? I mean, in theory. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding. But like, no, she does. She does go to school. Okay. She still likes knowledge. But that's fair. That's fair. That's a good point. And then the last question I would have is part of the conceit of the soldier playbook is that 
uh, Siobhan as an agent of Aegis works with this specific team as an outreach to teen superheroes, but also, like, as a resource. But this is sort of your assignment. This is what you do is you work with these two. Mm -hmm. For the other two of you, do you see yourselves as, like, consistent members of this squad that runs together? Or are you kind of like, sometimes Siobhan asks us for help and we do it? I feel like this is a pretty consistent squad for me. Mm -hmm. I think, because it's kind of hard for me to find any other group that Right. wants to work with me. <laughs> These are all very good playbooks that you guys picked because all of the answers that you come up with feel to me like they fit the characters just as well as they do like the situation that we're putting them in. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay, what about Mariah then? Okay, I don't know. I feel like she comes and she goes. Sure, that makes sense. So when the, when the mood strikes. Fair. All right. And she does teleport, so sometimes I guess she just pops out. <laughs> I like that, actually. I like that a lot. She's like, hey guys, what's up? All right, so my next question would just be, I'll, I'll do a formalized introduction here in just a hot second, but where is some place that the three of you hang out, if in fact you hang out when you're not actively fighting someone or something? Brainiac Billy's Biner. <laughs> darn it. <laughs> Barnold's Binary. What? Is that a computer store? Yeah. It's like a Radio Shack, but superheroes. I go to, I go to, I go to Rita's Coffee. Oh man, also very good. Great. Well, anyway, we'll just assume that there is a common <laughs> space you would all inhabit, whether it's a biner or a coffee shop. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So uh, I want you to picture the scene. Mm. Yes. It's a bright and bustling metropolis. Midday, sun shining down, glinting off all manner of steel and glass and impressive structures that seem to just keep popping back up again no matter how many times they fall down. When mm -hmm. all of a sudden, in like Powerpuff Girls style, it's the city of Townsville is under attack! And we see Halcyon City's camera zoom quickly to the side, and we are caught directly in the sights of an enormous green slime monster, 20 stories tall, that is powering through downtown Halcyon City. Screams erupt from the sidewalks. People are running everywhere in panic. A, a bridge is being shaken about dramatically with a dozen cars still on it trying to reach the other side. Where are the three of you? I feel like I was probably in whatever schooling uh, they have at Aegis. Sure. I was enjoying a black coffee like a cool kid. Decidedly not in school. No, not in school. Certainly not. Look, it's PE. I'm not in PE. <laughs> I don't go to PE. Okay. Do you know what I do? Oh my god, sorry. My magic is illusions, right? Uh-huh. Like, I for sure have, like, a hologram of me, like, jogging on the track in PE while I'm, Thank like, god, honestly. Getting coffee. And the, yeah, the PE teacher's just like, man, I don't know what to tell you, Harris, she just gets in the zone. She won't talk to anybody. She just runs her laps. Nobody can reach that kid. She's the perfect soldier. <laughs> she just runs her laps. <laughs> I tried to get her to join track, but she she won't do it. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. So I have an illusion going at the school to keep me out of pee. Great. And where's Martha? Swinging on a swing set in the park. Oh. 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 That's nice. I, like, I really like this sort of cheerful doom you created where it's like, I don't know how much time I have, so I'm going to make the most of it. <laughs> it's very good. This poor baby up here hurting my that's heart. A very, that's a very wholesome take on the book in a way that's still heartbreaking, so thank I'm you for that. <laughs> okay, great. I think each of you, from wherever you are individually, gets the impression of this notable thing that is happening, either by way of the newscast that comes onto the TV at the coffee shop, or the sirens that start blaring overhead at Aegis High, or for Martha, uh, it's probably just being able to look out across the playground and see a giant green slime monster ramming against the bridge, so. Yeah, so I feel like at the top of the, the swing, like, <laughs> as I'm doing the top of the arc, I see like just the, the tippy top of the slime thing. Oh, good. Yeah, they're like trees lining the park. And so you're like, oh, this is a nice day. And you reach the top of the arc and you see like a little bit of a sliver of green that shouldn't be there. And then you kick your legs a little bit harder so you can get just a tiny bit higher the next time and you see a little <laughs> bit more of it. <laughs> I love it. On your third swing, you're able to see, oh, that shouldn't be there. That's a giant slime monster. Hmm. Yeah, oops. Good. Uh, okay, uh, Siobhan, I think that you receive a summons on... Do you have some sort of cool video watch? I, of course I do. 
Oh my I, god. Look, I assumed you had a cool video watch. I didn't want to make any, like, I didn't want to speak for you. It's not okay? even, it's not just a video watch. It's like a hologram projector watch. Thank you. Oh, yes. thank god. Your videogram holograph projector watch uh, crackles to life, and it is Director Kennedy of Aegis. Ah, uh, yes. Ranger, I need you to get your team together and meet me in my office. We're on it, sir. And it crackles out. He's a man of few words. How do you go about contacting your superhero team? That is a wonderful question. I feel like I also have a button on, like, my same watch that activates Mm -hmm. some sort of, like, light-up beacon that I definitely gave them. Oh, thank goodness. Whether or not they have it is not up to (laughs) me, but I know I gave it to them. So I hit the button, and I know that their um, little Aegis symbol buttons will start flashing bright red. Do the both of you get your summons? Yeah, and I get off the swing and then uh, grab my skateboard with the wheels not on, like none of the the underside is on, it's just the board, Uh and I set it down, get on top, use my telekinesis, and make it a hoverboard. Oh my god, God, you have a hoverboard! Holy crap, that's (laughs) That's amazing! (laughs) Yo! Martha's so cool! Oh, that's so dope. Okay, and Mariah, what do you do? This is a very good question. I probably would like, in this situation, if I decide I'm going to do something, I would see the slime monster and be like, ah, shit, okay. And then I'd probably like, I assume I probably have like Siobhan's number or something. Yeah. I would text her and be like, where are you at? And then I need her to tell me and then I'd zap over to there. (laughs) I text back like, I beeped you on your button, didn't you? See it? Don't check those. Text me or hit me up. HMU in my Insta <laughs> DMs. <laughs> You'll have to go to WeChat. My phone is missing right now. Oh, my God. So then I zap on over there. And it, it takes Martha about five more minutes to get there. <laughs> it take, yeah. By the way. Mariah zaps on over, and then they just kind of wait awkwardly. Here's the thing you should know. My my everyday outfit is very similar to um, classic uh, AHB Mariah. You've got some, some docks. You've got some jeans, a flannel, black shirt. The only difference is when she's getting ready to do superhero stuff, she puts on some fingerless gloves. <laughs> uh, of course she does. Nice. Those are a delinquent staple. Oh, you gotta wear them. <laughs> You can't play the delinquent playbook without a pair of fingerless gloves. You need them. hmm To do all the crimes. <laughs> That's where the crimes happen. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And for all the pranks. <laughs> You're so right. So Martha runs in uh, just a few minutes later. Is this exerting for you or what? I was, I was assuming you were no. going to be, like, slightly out no, of breath. But no, you're just chill. You just slide on in. Yeah, no. Telekinesis on my little skateboard is no deal. That is awesome. That's I do it literally every day. I'm actively mad I didn't think of first, even though I have no reason to need it. You know what I mean? Like, that's such a fun idea. Okay, so the three of you uh, see yourselves into the director's office, I'm assuming? Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Okay, great. You walk in. He has a big desk with the Aegis symbol on the front. Good. Wearing standard Aegis uniform, I would assume. It's probably like a, a dark foresty green because Siobhan's is like a bright green. I think the rest of them are fairly muted in color. Mm-hmm. He stands up at his desk with his hands down on the surface and says, well, the three of you may have already noticed we have a bit of a situation in downtown Halcyon City. The giant green slime monster, yes. Yes. Yes, that would be the one. Good observational skills. However, there is something slightly more pressing at hand. I kind of give him a confused look, like more pressing than a giant slime monster? We uh, we definitely have people we could put on the giant monster issue. It's not so big of a deal. We have people evacuating the bridge as it stands. But it turns out that the mayor has gone missing from City Hall in, well, in, the, in all the ruckus, let's say. And it seems that there are some goons taking advantage of the giant monster situation to commit petty crimes around the city. So if you could take care of tracking down the mayor and making sure that he is safely restored to City Hall, that would be ideal. Mariah takes a long sip from her uh, black iced coffee. (laughs) Let him stay missing. One less bureaucrat messing up this town, am I right? Well, it may not have escaped your notice that we are putting some literal teenagers on the job, if that gives you any idea of the priority. Yeah. Still, I do need to be able to assure people that we are doing everything we can in this situation. So, O'Shaughnessy? We're, we're on our way. You got it, Pops. 
sorry. <laughs> so, I've always to, wanted to be a sassy teen who called someone Pops. Thank God. <laughs> to to stand up, Martha like uses again her telekinesis to like lift up the chair so it like stands her up on it on her own. Like she does she not. She tips have to herself work. out of the chair. That's yeah. amazing. I love that Martha uses her telekinesis <laughs> to be kind of lazy. <laughs> oh, great! Yeah. No, it's good. It's Who so amongst good. us wouldn't, honestly? This is the first time I've played with telekinesis, so I'm going to use it, damn it. Please do. Yeah. Uh, and, like, think of what you could have had in the canon all this time. Yeah, I and know. And Martha's been walking everywhere like a square. Yeah, she could have been using that hoverboard. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so what do y'all do? Let's head over to City Hall and find any clues about where the mayor is. Great. As you make your way over to City Hall, you encounter, as you were warned to expect, a number of petty crimes happening on the street. There are just, like, general disarray and uh, sort of chaotic happenings in the middle of things. You know, you recognize some of the superheroes that you run past on your way over as well. You see maybe a team of two or three individuals who you recognize from Aegis. They're lower-level heroes, but adults nonetheless, and established in the framework, and they're um, taking care of a robbery that's happened. You see uh, superheroes evacuating the bridge that was under attack, and you also notice a team of about five of the top-tier superheroes that you know from Aegis who are actively fighting the giant green slime monster as you sort of weave your way through the city streets and make your way to City Hall. So that being your first priority, what do you do when you get there? I think you arrive and the door is probably wide open, maybe even like busted off its hinges. Uh, Martha's going to do a a backwards rail slide going up the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Okay. And then go in there. Siobhan is going to run up the stairs like normal. Okay, good. Mariah just like teleports in there. She's been there for 10 minutes already. Are you guys coming? (laughs) (laughs) You make your way into the mayor's office itself. I'm assuming that's where you were headed. Sure. Yeah. Okay, great. It looks like there were signs of struggle. The, uh, The mayor's big mayoral chair is knocked over. You know how, like, mayors in superhero things always have, like, these very impressive offices that I don't think any mayor has ever actually had? Yeah, when, like, yeah. most mayors are actually, like, Roland on Schitt's Creek. <laughs> yeah, like a like a big leather-backed chair up against this huge desk, and all of this is, is backlit by the huge glass window, which is definitely broken. The secretary who's so tall, you can never see her face, and she just has big, yeah, beautiful exactly. red hair. I love Sarah Bellum. By the way, Miss Bellum. Miss Bellum, as I got older, I realized the joke. You know, she balances things, and Sarah Bellum. Uh-huh. All right. She's very good. Anyway. Also, like, she's clearly the brains of the operation. It's a good joke. Yeah, it's a good pun. Anyway, so the chair is knocked over on the floor. <sighs> there are papers scattered everywhere. The window is is crashed open, and in fact, there are remnants of this green slime oh. on the floor. So Ew. Mariah steps in a little bit of it and is like, uh, and wipes it off on the rug off of her docks. Ew. Um, do you care to look around this office anymore, or are you going to rush back out again? Are there any clues? I mean, I want to kind of look out the window, check to see, like, was it something breaking in, or someone, like, jumping out, throwing out, or... Oh, a good question. So you look out the window, I think you recognize um, it's a bit too tall for someone to have been making an exit that way, unless, of course, they were somebody who could fly, which is not out of the question in this city. But I think, judging by the glass shards on the inside... Uh, it looks more like someone broke in than okay. out. And mm-hmm. from the slime on the floor, we can assume slime boy. Yeah, somehow involved with a giant slime monster. Okay. Maybe it ate him. Good. Care to look around anywhere else? Mariah starts going through his drawers, just seeing if there's anything good in there. Nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is there anything good in there? <laughs> yeah, what does Mariah qualify as good? What's like a fun thing you'd like to find in the mayor's drawers? Ooh, ooh, like a little stamp he uses to sign off on documents. Oh my god. Okay, sure. Yeah, you get an official mayoral stamp. I want that stamp. I pocket- and you pick that up, you take it off. But you actually, as you pull that out and pocket it, um, you notice there's something underneath it, which is a big manila envelope with confidential stamped on it. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, pull that, I pull that sucker out. 
Hey, guys. <laughs> Pull out the big confidential metal envelope. Do you open it? Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> I think we all crowd around. We're just looking over her shoulders yeah. as she's doing this. this out. <laughs> you pull it out. It's it's kind of dramatically lit. We get a shot of uh, the faces of the three of you as you're pulling this out, as opposed to the actual documentation itself at first. And what you find is a bit baffling at first. It's got the official mayoral seal on it, and it looks like it's city business. But the further you scan down this document, it appears to be some sort of anti-superhero legislation. What? What? Let me see that. Yeah, I mean, here you go. It's right here. Yeah. Huh. That's not great. You can't trust these assholes, huh? I I guess not. Okay, well, uh, I'm gonna go home, and this guy can get fucking eaten for all I care. But even more curiously, Siobhan notices something else about it. What do I notice? You notice that in the the abstract or the synopsis of this legislation, the initial, uh, the summary, I guess, that, that lays out the points contained therein, it cites the incident with the giant green slime monster as being a defining circumstance in favor of the bill. An event that didn't happen until today. Wait, yeah. Wait. How can this be drafted if the slime monster is still happening? Martha turns away from almost throwing the computer out the window. Um, <laughs> she's still holding it, but like... With her telekinesis? No, she's physically lifted it this With time. With her she's hands. Mad. Yeah. She's she like mad. was lifting it, and now as she goes to turn around, she like keeps holding yeah, it with her telekinesis, just, like, but pulls her arms down. Like, wait and, a like, second. <laughs> just drops it and walks over to you to see what's, what's the business. I was imagining her telekinesis holds it in the air still, though. Very good. Something is fishy about this. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Hmm. Maybe we should find the mayor and see what is happening. That sounds like a good expositional plan. <laughs> is there any way to track the mayor? Hmm, good question. Uh, there's gotta be something, right? But I don't right. have, like, an immediate setup for you. How about we follow the trail of slime? <laughs> That could work. That's how you can find all government officials, am I right? <laughs> That's good enough for me. I'm going to go follow the trail of slime. Okay, sure. Yeah, see what at, where that goes. So I'm, I'm not going back out the normal way. I'm going to jump out the window and land on my hoverboard, just like a Thank cool person. God. Oh, yeah, I was jumping out the window. Okay, but like, where are we going? <laughs> I need to know where I'm, where I'm zapping We're to. We're following the, the slime trail. I mean, okay. Basically, I'm going to reach a point, I guess, where I'm sort of teleporting little bit by bit by bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I love that. Because I can't fly, and I can't, yeah. I just had an idea that potentially Mariah might, like, be able to just sort of, like, kind of hop through the air a little bit, teleportation Oh, my God. I love yeah. that, yes. Like, she might just sort of, like... I love that, but can I, can I just put out this... Yeah? Can I just put out this one suggestion? We take the office chair and you're sitting in it as I'm like telekinesising it. You make me through. levitate in the office chair. Yeah, you're just like sitting <laughs> there like a mayor. I like that. I actually do like that very much. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Meanwhile, Siobhan is like, come on, guys, come on, mm -hmm. we gotta stop goofing around. That's the mayor's chair. Yeah, fuck the mayor. Um, also, as I was uh, describing it, I wanted to just clarify for you guys that I've got a very vivid vision of my version of teleportation now. Um. I think a lot of the way she probably uses it is instead of, like, one zap from one place to the next, it's sort of, like, very quick kind of jumping around through space. Like, um, uh -huh. like for example, if she's, like, following you guys, it would be, like, kind of a, like, a, almost, like, bouncing through space a little bit. Like, a appears, like, very quick, like, little flashes of her, like, kind of jumping through space if that makes sense it's very hard for me to explain this visually but i'm seeing it very clearly in my head i love it i have a very yeah. strong visual image is she standing like just standing stationary and then hopping along or is she like like yeah she kind of like jumps and then is like zap 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 it's hard for me to word it but i think alex is picking up when i'm laying down okay but no i think i get what you're saying too but like i'm picturing sort of like 
I'm sort of picturing, like, you know whenever you have a superhero who can run super fast and they, like, run across water? Yes. I'm picturing it, like, her kind of doing this, like, jumpy run, like, through midair, and she keeps, like, blinking in and out okay, as cool. she's going. Yeah, that's that's another way that I was thinking, but, like, I thought it was just kind of funny just to be there, stood there, just, like, crossed arms. Oh, like, she's just, like, just, she's just yeah. stiff as a board, and it's just, yeah. <laughs> no, she's having fun. Yeah, Alex, I was envisioning almost kind of a Nightcrawler vibe. Yeah, that makes a lot more yeah, sense. Yeah, definitely. Okay, anyway. Just wanted to make sure we all knew. Very cool. Okay, so you follow the slime trail, and I love the comic book flavor of that so much that I'm just going to say it is literally you all following, like, a trail of this green slime oh, yes. through the streets of the city. Um, and you come to... I feel like it has to be on a pier, oh, right? I feel like creepy, bad, like, villain things always happen on a pier. So you follow it down to the waterfront, and there's, like, some abandoned, sketchy-looking buildings, and um, eventually the slime leads to what seems to be a dead end in this alleyway down by the waterfront. Hmm. Gotta be missing something. I'm good at illusions. Maybe I should check this out and see if it's not a real dead end. Yeah? Yeah. How are you gonna do that? I don't know. Like, just start poking it. (laughs) Okay. Just, like, probing along the wall? Yeah. Okay. Great, yeah. That definitely sounds better than nice than me saying just poking it. Do <laughs> just poking it. Yeah, just poke it. Do the other two of you do the same? I feel like it'll go quicker. Yeah, let's just sure. all poke it. All right. <laughs> so the three of you are sort of feeling your way along this this brick alleyway, and all of a sudden, one of you will say, "We'll say Mariah, because you're the one who's good with illusions." You are sort of prodding against it with your hands, and at one point, you almost trip because your hands go further through than you expect them to. Nice. Whoa. (laughs) What did you find there? Sometimes I don't know how to do like sound effects like that for some reason. It was good. When I'm not being paid, I don't know how anymore. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Wow, okay. We give you a stipend. (laughs) There's something here. Come here. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm gonna crowd around. Yeah. Okay. Much like much like the document. So I show them? You're able to go ahead and step right through it, and when you do, you find on the other end a, uh, like, spooky, sort of abandoned, very industrial-looking staircase down. Mm. Let's go. Let's keep going. Okay. Cowabunga, and then rail slide all the way down. Very good. Okay. <laughs> so you make your way down to the bottom of this dimly lit staircase and find yourself in a uh, an expansive, warehousey sort of situation here it's wide open like very high ceilings because you've gone so 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 far down this staircase but high ceilings uh like exposed steel beams sort of making up the the framework of this place the floors the floors are still kind of dirt at the sides but it's concrete all the way across the bottom um and at the far end of it you see a sort of, uh, you know how in, like, mad science situations there's, like, a single dim bulb flickering over whatever it is that's being illuminated here? Yeah, 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 definitely. A single, like, fluorescent bulb is illuminating um, this, what looks to be a a robotic exoskeleton plugged into the wall. There is a rather stressed-looking scientific sort of individual sitting at a large computer frantically typing commands, and behind him, hands on hips, stands a figure you recognize as the mayor. Mayor, we found you. <laughs> well, that's great. He turns around and says, huh? Well. And he slow claps in a way that is just so derisive. Oh, God. I hate this guy. Aegis's finest, no doubt. Glad they sent out the big guns. I was worried they weren't going to look at all. <laughs> what you deserve oh uh not a not a fan of my policies i take it no in fact uh we found this on your desk and i throw the papers at him yeah care to explain that sloffy (laughs) kid how old are you old enough old enough to vote old enough to party (laughs) old enough to kick your ass hey there it is yeah, that's what I meant by party. <laughs> hmm. If only any of those things mattered. <laughs> he picks up the papers that you threw and tucks them into his comically oversized uh, interior suit jacket pocket space. Can I 
telekinesis <laughs> them back out? <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. And I want to like slap him in the face with him on the way back to me. <laughs> okay, good. You do that. Um, and he looks pretty irritated. Good. Oh, shoot, I just had a do thought, it. and I'm wondering if I should do it. Do it. Do it. Okay. Then he sort of hisses a little bit under his breath and marches over to the scientist in question, pushes him out of the way, and slams a big red button on the computer console. Oh my god. <laughs> Says, all right, if you want action, you'll get action. And the uh, the scientist individual who was sitting at the desk, dark hair, glasses, says, uh, no, it's it's not ready. What are you doing? You can't get in that thing. Oh my god, is that Ben? Oh my god. Get in what? And uh, as the red button is pushed, a loud hissing sound of pneumatics happens, and you recognize this giant exoskeleton disengaging from the wall and stepping forward. I tried my best. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Those sounds. <laughs> sorry, I was taking a drink of water. I did okay. appreciate the foley. <laughs> the mayor, disregarding the advice, clambers into the exoskeleton, uh, and the top of it swings down over his head, fully encasing him in a horrible mech suit. The mech suit, incidentally, I think, like, uh, is sort of your generic-looking mech suit. It's probably about ten feet tall, very, like, bulky. Um, but I think the front of it is painted to look like a suit jacket. Of course it is. Oh my god. That's um, what's a What's a good... We need a good, like, supervillain name. Slufton. Yeah, just Slufton. No, come on, like... Morty uh, McFly? I don't know. Syndrome! I'm kidding. Mustard Stain. The Mortician. What was that? Mustard Stain. Um, no, his name is Eminent Domain. Eminent Domain? Oh, oh my yes. god. Don't. And that's what the that's what the um the mech says on the front of it in big letters. It just says Eminent Domain. Yeah, that's his supervillain name. Because he can take whatever he wants from you because he's the mayor. That's gross. Yeah, well, so is Eminent Domain. <sighs> Fair. <laughs> all right okay so okay alex does this uh does this have to like step down off of a thing to get onto the the main floor no i think when the pneumatics started his like it was on a platform but it's all like this whole big warehouse area is just level ground mm, okay i missed my chance to trip it i think it like stepped forward like the cords connecting it to the wall like disengaged with this big pneumatic sound happened and quite clunked to the floor and then it steps forward off of its platform mm. okay. okay so i just rolled before we get started which is one of my moves okay great when you have time to closely observe your opposition before a fight roll plus savior i rolled 13 oh hell nice. Nice. so i have three holds that i can use this fight hi i would like to do an illusion okay great um real quick though Real quick first, what do you do with your holds? Like you just uh, during the fight, I can spend my holds to name a character I observed and one of five things: redirect their attack to another character or nowhere, uh, into a wall or the sky, cross a distance between them and you, stun them, close up, uh, close up or from a distance, ignore all harm from one of their attacks, or escape any bindings oh. or impediments they attempt to place on you. Oh, dope! That's so cool. Awesome. Those are amazing. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Dude, all right. Wow, we love the ranger. Uh-huh. Okay, great. I want to do an illusion. You want to go ahead and do an illusion? Uh-huh. Perfect. I want it to look like his suit is full of bees. Okay. <laughs> that's going uh, to be an unleash your powers roll. So you're going to roll plus freak. Okay, let me roll plus freak. Um, yep, remind so me what dice we use for this game. It's 2d6. So d6. Yep. Okay. I've only played masks the one other time before, so I could Yeah, it's 2d6 plus freak. Okay, let me pull that shit up. Um, I'm in swears mode because I have been playing Mariah. <laughs> You're still playing Mariah. I got, yeah, you're right. I rolled a seven. A seven. Okay, great. Um, so you can either mark a condition or I get to tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. Tell me how the effect is unstable or temporary. Okay, great. So you are trying to make the cockpit look full of bees, Yes. Yes. That's what you were trying to do? Yes. That's amazing. Um, okay, I will say that you pull it off. It's not going to last very long. So you have maybe a 30-second window to do something else. Okay, cool. Mm. 
Um, okay, guys, he's open. Go. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to use an energy blast because I have that superpower. Oh, nice. And I'm going to blast the heck out of his mech suit. Phenomenal. Okay, that's going to be an Unleash Your Powers roll. That is an eight. An eight. Okay. Would you rather mark a condition or have an unstable or temporary effect? Well, I'm not sure how it would be unstable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or um, temporary necessarily. I feel like... Um, probably angry. So I will say the blast hits, okay. but you're also going to mark angry. So um, you blast him basically and his mech suit flies back a few feet up against the wall again. He wasn't particularly far out from it, so it doesn't do a lot of damage, mm-hmm. nor does it knock him over necessarily. Because as the mech suit sort of falls backward, it's caught by the wall it was just up against. So okay. in tandem with that, um, are mm-hmm. there like... Those really shitty fluorescent lights, like the light fixtures above. Oh, 100%. Okay, then I'm going to try to tear one down right above him and make it fall on him. Okay, great. Uh, that's also going to be an Unleash Your Powers roll. That is an 11. Nice. Okay, you super do it. Yeah. Super do it. You super do it. Um. So describe this to me. Describe this effect. So basically, like... Martha looks up and um, sees the uh, fluorescent lights, the light fixtures above, and, um, you know, does, like, the, the, the telekinesis thing where, like, she reaches her hands out and, like, just yanks down, and it mm-hmm. pulls down the, the fixture, and it just, like, crashes right. over top of the, the mech suit. It pulls on the fixture over top of the mech suit. Uh, glass shatters as the light bulbs within break, and there's sort of a skittering of electricity as this thing gets ripped down from the ceiling anyway. So there are now exposed sparks kind of flying everywhere for a few seconds. Um, in the midst of all of this, the suit is against the wall, sort of trapped, sort of dazed and confused. I think that what happens probably is Mariah, as these bright lights start, like, Going crazy, you sort of throw up your hands to shield your eyes, and that's when your bee's illusion ceases to function. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. The mech suit kind of waves its arms wildly, trying to get the light fixture situation off, <laughs> and uh, then writes itself and stands up, and you see that, unfortunately, for all of the effect that it had, uh, the mech suit itself is pretty much unharmed. It raises an arm towards you and describe your positions at the moment. So are the three of you fairly close to each other or? Uh, I would say, yeah, we're pretty close. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're probably in a, a little triangle formation. Like how close? Like, would you just see yourself going to the mall together or like sleepovers or? The way that I'm kind of seeing it is like we're each like three feet apart. Uh, Siobhan is in the middle kind of forward a little bit and then like. Martha and Mariah are on either side okay. behind her. Sure, that works. Thank you for ignoring my stupid joke and just answering the question. Like, that's actually much more helpful. <laughs> You're welcome. The mech raises its arm towards whichever one of you is in the middle. That'd be me, Siobhan. Yeah, so towards Siobhan, which makes sense anyway. I think Siobhan would be the, the main target here, mm. at least starting off with. And uh, the mech from probably about 20 feet away shoots out what looks like a grapple um, that is sort of crackling with electricity. Ah. And does what? Oh. No. Um, it is it is basically racing toward you. So um, unless something is done, it is- Is there to- any way that I can react to that? I was also going to react to it, but Tim, you go ahead. So for, for Tim, well, for Tim, it would be a defend roll. For Siobhan, it would be a take a powerful blow roll or directly engage a threat if that's something you wanted to do. Yeah, you have options. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew, I'm going to leave it up to you, which okay. you want to happen since this is happening to your character. What is directly engage a threat? Um, so directly engaging threat are when you want to uh, resist or avoid blows, take something from them, create an opportunity for your allies, or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. So basically, um, directly engaging a threat is usually more of like a you initiating a fight instead but since like this is coming from a bit of a distance i'm going to say you have a time where if you wanted to change sure. this more to your advantage more, that would be this role i more meant what do i roll for oh sorry it's plus danger hmm hmm okay i will so here's what i'm gonna try and do i see it coming towards me this electrical thing and i'm going to use an energy blast and try and like meet it halfway okay sure and try and like blast it kind of Back. Yeah, then go ahead and, and roll directly engage a threat for that. 
That is uh, six. Ugh, not so much. Okay. No. So you shoot your shot, you fire off your energy blast, it just kind of ricochets Alex? off. Yes. Is there a way to help out? Um, help out would effectively be a defend roll, right? You can roll to defend someone or something by rolling plus savior. Okay, but there's 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 no way to like add to the roll. Well, like in Monster not of the unless week. you take from your team pool. You don't really have a team pool right now. Okay, that's all right. So yeah, this thing ricochets off, and the grapple latches onto you. It sort of is is big enough that it clamps around your torso. I'm seeing like your arms pinned down at your sides, right? And this thing sort of clamping around you and uh, delivering an electric shock. Okay. So can you roll to take a powerful blow for me? What do I roll? Uh, when you take a powerful blow, you roll plus the number of conditions marked. Okay. So you roll plus one. Mm-hmm. You want to roll low. That is an eight. Okay, so you either choose to lash out verbally, either which either will provoke a teammate to do something stupid or take advantage of your influence to inflict a condition. So basically, you're going to say something mean that either makes one of them feel hurt or uh, makes them do something stupid. You can give ground so your opposition gets an opportunity, or you can struggle past the pain and mark two conditions. How about instead I spend one of my holds and ignore all harm from one of their attacks? Nice. Okay, great. How about I do that? Yeah, that's fine. So then you get to decide how you get out of this. Sure. So instead of doing that nonsense that you said, (laughs) um, (laughs) I'm going to uh, get grappled and electric shocked, but um, I'm going to say that my armor is also rubberized. (gasps) Nice. Ooh, I like that. that it doesn't do that instead. Okay, awesome. Yes, super soldier. That's my excuse. Okay, great. What are the rest of you doing? You have a bit of an opportunity here since the mech is extended um, and its attack did not work. So My only problem is a lot of my powers are very good for distracting. They're not super combat good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I can start throwing some things at it. Sure. Desks and computers. More light fixtures. More light fixtures. Okay, so which of those things are you going to do? Let's just start throwing a desk. Okay, great. Uh, roll to unleash your powers again. Uh, that's a 10. Killing it. Amazing. Okay, nice. you do it. <laughs> the, desk is, the desk is fairly big. The only real desk in this place is the, uh, the big console like up against the wall. So it's pretty large. And you manage to fairly effortlessly uproot it, pull it off from the wall. The scientist type uh, dives out of the way. And you crash this thing into the giant mech. It basically crashes to the ground. Uh, that was sizable enough that I think it has fallen over and is now uh, knocked back against the framework. So it's going to take probably a couple minutes for this thing to get back up. It's not really built for that kind of thing. Hmm. Yeah, no. Uh, is it still grappling onto Siobhan? Yeah, I think that the grapple is probably still locked in place. Okay. Uh, I'm going to spend my second hold. Okay. And escape any bindings or impediments they attempt to place on you. <laughs> nice. Okay, great. So you get out of it. Tell me what that looks like. Uh, I'm I'm going to say, yeah, so it's wrapped around me, arms in tight and squeezing, and I just fucking burst on out using my super strength. Oh, that's so good. I love that. Yes, 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 yes. So is it just now just like uh, basically an electric wire that's kind of just like flopped to the ground. Uh, now, yeah, it kind of clunks to, and it's just sort of like limply wriggling a little bit. Hell yeah. Cool. Uh, then I am going to run up to the mech and punch it as hard as I can. Okay, great. That's punch going it, to be a directly it. engage a threat roll. So roll plus danger. What's up, danger? That is a seven. Thanks. Okay, so on a seven to nine, you get to pick one from this list. You can resist or avoid their blows, which you don't really need to do. You can take something from them. You can create an opportunity for your allies, or you can impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition, which is going to be effectively marking a condition. I am going to frighten the opposition. Okay, great. How do you do that? I'm going to punch it so hard that... um, Is there, like, glass? Is it a glass Yeah, I think it's a glass cockpit over top. Okay, I'm going to punch it, and um, I'm not going to punch it in the glass, but I am going to punch it, like, in part of the metal part. Uh-huh. But I punch it so hard that the glass kind of cracks. It. it doesn't yes. shatter, but it does crack, so we can't really see that well. Uh, amazing. Um, that cracks, and then this actually makes three conditions for this guy. <laughs> nice. Oh, 
Okay, cool. See, I yeah. was just going to say that I just realized I still, can I do something? I just realized I would still have my iced coffee with me. Can I just like throw oh my, my God. iced coffee on him? <laughs> oh yeah, you absolutely can. I'm going to need you to roll, roll plus danger for that. Okay. I rolled an eight. Okay, great. Then yeah, you get to do one thing as well. Cool. Then I throw my iced coffee on him. Okay, awesome. Perfect. Just like cuz. So the glass starts cracking, and I think uh, that Sloughton is trying to remain kind of stoic in the face of this. Your iced coffee arcs through the air, (laughs) splats directly onto the cockpit, and starts seeping through. So it's just dripping onto his face in the most embarrassing manner possible. (laughs) And you can see from inside the cockpit, he sort of puts his hands up to shield his face in a sort of uncle position and says, All right, all right. All right, you've you've done it. Fine. What do you what do you want from me? I'm gonna walk up with the uh, the grappling hook end that's still like spurting little sparks. Oh man! Um, yes. And just kind of hold it, not like with my hands, but like te- telekinesis. Hold it, just like very uh, threateningly. All right, all right. Any anything you want. What is it? What, do you want you want money? You want influence? I'll give it to you. We want you to resign. That's the short of it. He, uh... <laughs> get it? <laughs> you can resign, or we can take this evidence to the police, and you can resign in jail. Or, you know, we could just take it to the police, because why would we give him a choice? No, 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 I'll resign. I'll resign immediately. The, the instant I get back to my office, no questions asked. Okay. What do you guys think? I still want to zap him. I mean, as long as this dude's out of office... <laughs> Can I at least, like, you know, just give him a little zap? Just a little one? Just a little tiny zap? Just a little zap. Yeah. Okay. You zap him. He kind of cringes in a little bit of pain, but maintains a mostly stoic face. I do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Do you have to, like, mark one of your doom tags for that or something? Is this dark Martha? I don't think so. Because he's not, it's not uh, entering an innocent... That's true, or, uh, he's not innocent. Overexerting myself. Maybe I am overexerting myself because I have used a lot of telekinesis. You've done a today. lot in this fight, yeah. I'll go and mark one. You feel yourself getting like pretty overexerted, and then you just go ahead and do it anyway. Like this is a bit more than you really need to do, and it's more than you can really justify with the energy that you have left, but you say, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna zap him again. You do it again. You put the grapples against the suit itself and the the, the electricity crackles through and, and gets to him as well. Real quick, um, while you're zapping him, can I spend my third hold? Yeah, do it. I'm going to oh. redirect Martha's attack. Okay. Oh. To where? I'm going to see that it's going back in for a second zap, and I'm going to energy blast it just off to the side. Oh, okay. Uh, you do that, the energy blast instead ricochets into the remaining parts of the console and the platform this thing was on, and totally short circuits them. So... It is now effectively totally disabled. Why would you do that? That's enough. He almost destroyed our lives. Do you realize that? And now you're going to destroy him? That's not what we do. Hey guys, how about we just uh, take this asshole back over to downtown? That's what I'm saying. Let's grab this asshole. Don't say that. Why? What's wrong with it? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. What? Cut to any tension um, that Martha was feeling in that moment, she has now released it. (laughs) That's a very good wipe. I like that. So we'll do a a cut panel to. um, So there is a uh, an official town hall meeting happening, a city hall meeting. Um, The mayor has unexpectedly called a press conference where he is resigning from his position, um, not citing any particular reason other than a realization that he's not the right person for the job and needs to focus on some things in his personal life. Um, everyone assumes that after his capture by supervillains in the moments following the giant slime monster incident that he simply doesn't feel fit for office any longer, and you three know that that's almost the truth. I think that you're in the um, back of the audience watching from a distance. Probably you all have your own iced coffee situations mm-hmm. going on. Oh yeah, you know we do. Mm-hmm. As you're standing there, sort of taking this in, um, somebody approaches you, and you recognize it as, you recognize them, rather, as the uh, young scientist from the warehouse basement who says, hey, uh, that was really amazing, what you all did. Thank you, citizen. Thanks. 
maybe uh, find a better employer next time? Uh, yeah, no, I, I wish. Not really, uh, you know, not a willing participant so much. Uh, okay, fair. But thanks for what you did. If you know anyone looking for a superhero scientist. Well, you might as well put in an application at Aegis. We're always looking for bright young minds there. Thanks, I'll, uh, I'll do that. And maybe I'll see you around? What's your name, kid? <laughs> My name is... And the comic book closes. <laughs> that was bad, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, 100%. Aw, you guys. <laughs> that was so cute. All right. Awesome. Nicely done, everybody.